0: Welcome to today's podcast, sponsored by BKT. My name is Mike Mangus, and I'm the editor of Modern Tire Dealer. Today I'm talking with Scott Holub, manager of technical services for BKT, about considerations for selecting the best tire for a customer's application, TMPH, and why it's important, following up after the sale, and much more. Scott, thank you for joining us today. Okay, thank you for having me today. We have some great topics to explore during this episode, so let's get right into it. Uh, First question is What should tire dealers keep in mind when selecting and recommending OTR tires for customers?
1: Yeah, um, good question. Um, You know, anytime you're purchasing tires, there's always questions that need to be answered, whether it's uh, you're buying tires for your daughter's uh, vehicle, or whether you're putting them on a trash truck or OTR tires as well. Um, some of the differences OTR sales tend to be more technical than your regular tire purchase. Um, you know, so what I always have done, and what we kind of tend to do, is you know, first, do you know the size? And you know, usually they will know the size that's going on, sometimes it'll just know the vehicle and we can work backwards, but usually we'll know the size, you know, what kind of vehicle it is, what make it might be. Is it a backhoe? Is it a loader? Is it a you know a haul truck? You know, where is the vehicle running? Is it, you know, what are the conditions? Is, uh, is traction going to be a big issue? Is it in mud? Is it in uh, snow conditions? Um, You know, our big rocks are gonna be an issue. What kind of load is the vehicle carrying? Which is very important, we need to know that. Um, Does the machine tend to move from site to site where you need maybe an all-purpose type tire or is it usually a fixed location? And it's always the same conditions. Um, OTR has, tires have codes which also factors in and are important, you're gonna find they're gonna be, the basics are gonna be G, which is a greater use application. And that's good up to 25 miles per hour, unlimited distance. You have E and these will be right on the sidewall of the tire. E stands for earth mover or haulage. And that machine usually runs up to 30 miles an hour two and a half miles one way, which sometimes you'll, you'll find out that exceeds that limit. L is a loader or dozer use, which is generally uh, a lower mile per hour, five miles per hour, and usually not traveling more than two to 300 feet. Um, they also, in your TRA classifications, which TRA is the Tire and Rim Association, and they'll classify. So once you know, say it's an E, an earth mover type tire, they will classify it an E2, E3, E4, you know, and so on. And yeah, at, at E2 or 3 is what would be considered a standard depth tread. And then if it's an E4, that's 150% as deep as the standard. And then if you get into the 5, which a lot of the loader applications will have what they'll classify an L5. And that's an extra deep tread, which is 250% of the standard. So these are all things you're going to want to know in the tire and pricing it. Um, you know, is it, is, do they need a bias tire or do they need a radial tire? There's a lot of different, you know, pros and cons of both tires. Um, you know, bias tend to generally be less expensive, not always, but usually. And um, there are multi, a multiple ply tire, which gives it a much stiffer carcass, which um, is good and bad. It, it's bad in the fact that it generates heat faster, which is can be very damaging to the tire. But it also gives that tire more stability. So if you're running it like on a loader or on a, some dock equipment where you're raising the bucket up and down and you really, need good stability so you're not spilling stuff out of the bucket, a loader tire might be a good application for you. A radial tends to have, you know, the casing flexes much more, which offers a much smoother ride, you know, better traction. It also tends to reduce the heat more. So if you're long hauls or you're doing load and carry, that'll factor in as well.
0: So there are a lot of factors to consider, Scott. Uh, weight, speed, the machine itself, the surface the machine will be traveling across, and, and a wide variety of other things. W- what are some additional considerations when selecting and recommending tires for haulage applications?
1: Yes, exactly. So earth mover or and or haulage, which is generally going to be like a rigid dump truck, which is like the old Tonka Troys that we used to play with as kids, an articulate, haul truck, and also scrapers. Tires are all considered earth mover haulage because you're loading up the vehicle and it's transporting material long distances, which is dirt, you know, it, it could be anything, rocks, um, all that stuff. So what's important there is, you know, wear becomes very important, traction in a lot of instances. and the biggest thing is you need a tire that's more heat resistant because the TMPH needs is higher in that type of an application, which haulage tires have ratings of TMPH on the tires.
0: You mentioned TMPH. What what is it exactly? And and why is it so important? Yeah. um, So TMPH Which
1: or TKPH for the rest of the world, TMPH basically stands for tons times miles per hour. And the tire tires, earth mover tires will be rate will will be assigned a rating, a number that's a TMPH rating. And basically, what that's based on is when you're measuring that, you're taking the total weight of the vehicle, you, you know and that includes the vehicle and the load it's carrying, and then you're averaging it loaded and full, and that assigns the tonnage part of the TMPH. And then obviously the M, the MPH part is miles per hour. So the average speed, including loading and unloading, so it's the total average speed of the whole cycle becomes the average speed And when you put those together, that gives you a TMPH rating of that tire. So when you factor, you know, length, you know, the longer it runs, the heavier it runs, all these things add to a higher TMPH number, which becomes very important. So you you need to know on your vehicle, you know, when you're figuring the vehicle itself is, you have the vehicle weight, then did they add, sideboards did they put in extra fuel tanks you know any in any way did they alter that vehicle to add extra weight because that factors into your ratings when you figure TMPH
0: scott how is TMPH measured and how would an end user know what the TMPH might be
1: <clears throat> yeah so most dealers will know they they know the terminology of TMPH they might not know what you know how it's factored or how it's figured what we do you know and all our tires we assign like we do assign a number and it's tested in a drum with sensors and it's a very long process and then once they figure out what the failure would be once it reaches a certain temperature they'll assign a number based on that so once the tire has a number let's say it's 300 for a number what we, what we will do, if they don't know, a lot of times, we will go out with the dealers to the site, the mine, or the quarry, and we will conduct a, uh, we call it a spot tech study, which is a full site study. And, you know, we're it gives us a TMPH rating. Uh, we find out if the vehicles are running overloaded, the speeds they're running, Um you know, the length of the hall, any g-forces that could affect the, the tire. And once we get a TMPH site study, so that particular operation will have a, a number, and let's say it's 250. Then when we go to place a tire, we're going to look at it. Anything higher than a 250 TMPH would be acceptable to run in that location. If it was lower than that, we would not recommend it because there's a great chance that that tire could heat separate and fail.
0: And all of this has to be communicated to the end user. Exactly. So what we do
1: normally is we will go out with the dealer. We will conduct the study over a couple of days. We'll put together a presentation with the TMPH number. We'll give our, um, you know, what we believe the hall roads, if there's anything we you know can be improved on the hall roads, like maybe there's some bad corners or there's some uh damage to the hall roads, but we will present this presentation with the dealer to the end user with our recommendations on which tire to place in there with the correct TMPH, um, whether it's a, a rock condition where we need a rock tread or do we need a traction tire, we will. May recommend the TMPH, the tire, and
0: the tread as well. After you've done that, Scott, what follow-up, if any, is needed to to close
1: the loop? So, yeah, what we like to do, and most of the dealers we work with as well, we want to follow that tire all the way through. So, just like when you buy, you know, passenger or like truck tires for your personal vehicles. You know, you take them in, you rotate them, you do alignments, there is always follow-up care. On the OTR tires, a lot of times, whether it's us or the dealers, we wanna come out to the field and do regular fleet inspections on the tires. We wanna see how are they running? Is there any abnormal wear? Is there any signs of heat buildup? Is there possible mechanical wear? Um, you know, are we ch- check the air pressures on a regular basis? Um, and then once, you know, all the way through to when the tires finally do fail and come out of, uh, operation. And even then we'll go and do scrap analysis on the tires that do come off and let's and in, in find out why it came out. Of it. Did it just wear out? Did normal wear and tear? Did, was there a rock damage in the tread? Did the tire overheat in some instance? Was there a problem with the wheel or hardware? And uh, and we we do that as well in conjunction with our dealers and cover those with the end users as well.
0: This is all great information for our listeners. Scott, thank you for joining us today and thanks for all of the great insight. So, and thank you again for having me. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Thanks again for joining us today. For more information about BKT, contact bkt-tyres.com.